This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is our weekly visit with the Cyclone Radio Network team. We have Eric Heft and Ryan Harklaw to talk about What's always an emotional night, senior night for the Cyclones as they take on Texas Tech. We'll also look back at last week's game with Oklahoma State. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Ryan Harklaw and Eric Heft. Well, guys, it's senior night, and uh, you both experienced that as athletes at Iowa State. And always an emotional night. But I think, you know, with this group of seniors, the one consistent theme we've heard all year from Matt Campbell is just how they have really pushed through these tough times this year with the tight losses because, you know, you look around college football and there's there's some programs that are ready for the season to end. You can tell by watching them. You do not see that body language with this team, and I think that is a credit to these seniors. It is. When you look in the locker room, you know, I've talked about this throughout the year and, and through some of the, the losing and the, and the losing streak that's gone on is how strong that locker room is, and it's it's evident. And I know fans don't want to hear. They want to hear wins, and but at the same time, you know, it, it, this is not going to be a defining moment of the program. And, and, and unfortunately for these seniors, it is defining for their senior year. But I think we got to remember what they've done and what they're going to do for this program. And you look at their back, you know, their background, they won a Fiesta Bowl. You know, they play in the Alamo Bowl. They go to the Camping World Bowl and go toe-to-toe with Clemson, you know, a 10-1 team for, you know, for forever. And, and, and went toe-to-toe with them all. And, and again, did it end the way they wanted to this year? Absolutely not. But I can tell you we're in a good spot moving forward because of the work they did in that locker room to hold it together. And you couldn't be prouder of the group and what they've done, you know, for these underclassmen and help develop them and bring them along. Uh, I think that's well said, Hark. And, you know, you look at the, the guys, the culture of the program is one of the reasons some of these guys came back for a, a, a sixth, you know, the super, super senior uh, season. You know, which I think speaks to the culture of the program, but these guys are some of the guys that help create that culture in the first place. So I think they've set a great example. And while it hasn't turned out the, the way they wanted it to, there's still a couple games left that you, you can flip the script and, and the whole narrative of this football season. I'm sure that's one of the big things these seniors wanted to take uh, going forward Saturday and then, and then next Saturday. Yeah, that's a great point because Iowa State still very much has the opportunity to go to a sixth consecutive bowl game for the first time in school history. And Eric, you just mentioned, you know, six, some of these guys are sixth year seniors. I mean, to say you played in a bowl game every single year you were at Iowa State uh, is something that nobody else has been able to say. So, I mean, that there's a lot to play for absolutely over these next couple of games. Yeah, it is. And you look at like what the the opportunity is for the underclassmen as well, you know, and, and to, to continue that going forward. But when you look at this Saturday, we're going to, we're favored, you know, and, and it's not like we're walking into this game. Like, Oh, well, it's just, you know, heads down. We're favored in a, in a football game that I think we should win, you know, and, and I think it's set up good for us to be in a spot to win this football game, which sets up for a game in Dallas, you know, next week with a team that is on everyone's radar but at the same time, we've shown, we've gone toe-to-toe with everybody that TCU's gone toe-to-toe with. And so that's not a walkover game or one you look past either because we, we have not gotten, you know, run out of a stadium. And that's the unfortunate part is these have all been heartbreakers for our fans, it's been heartbreakers for this team. 
you know, but they do. And we have the ability to go toe to toe with anybody. So this season is not over. And I'm actually looking forward to see how we perform on Saturday. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Guys, looking back at last week, I mean, I think it's important to have the perspective that Oklahoma State's a really proud program, maybe the best program in the Big 12 other than maybe Oklahoma over the last 10, 12 years. And they've won 14 consecutive home games. That was no slouch that Iowa State lost to, but... Obviously, you cannot turn the ball over five times, and that's something that Iowa State has to get corrected because they're not going to win football games. I mean, maybe maybe the old OU teams in the 80s or the 70s, you know, wishbone teams could get away with laying it on the ground five times. Iowa State can't do that and win. No, we really can't, you know, and it's really disappointing always, to, certainly to the team and, and the fans and to us, you know, that in a lot of games so far this season, turnovers have been the key thing. And, you know, turnover margin is always huge, but five turnovers is, you know, the reasons for them perhaps, yes, but you, you got to clean it up. You go back, you know, when Iowa State beats West Virginia, what happens in that game? Well, Iowa State takes care of the football. They play a clean game. That's one of the things we talked about last week on, on the sidecast was play another clean game, and you got a great chance to win. Iowa State turned it over and still had it five times and still had an opportunity to win the football game, which is, which is kind of crazy because uh, that's just the way the guys compete. But they've got to clean that up. And in between that and penalties, those are a couple areas where Iowa State, when they're good, those are areas where Iowa State is fine. But – We'll see how it is in the cold weather on Saturday. And it is going to be cold, and that could affect turnovers. Absolutely. Both these teams like to throw the ball. Both have struggled at times to run the football. And so the weather could definitely be a factor on Saturday night. I mean, what, what's the coldest game you ever played in, Hark? It was at Nebraska, and I'll never forget <laughs> it ever. You know, that's an easy answer, and I remember it. And it's going to feel the same way to these guys on Saturday. Um, with the wind, and that's the thing. It's going to be 5 to 10 degrees. I, don't, I mean, it's been moving around, but the wind is the key, 10 to 15-mile-an-hour wind. And it literally, when you – I cannot tell you the pain that you feel when you hit you know, the first couple series of a game when it's that cold. The, the problem is, is that pain never goes away because you go off for a series and you kind of get cooled back down again. You come back on, you're freezing, you hit somebody again. And I'm telling you, when it hurts – I mean, if you've ever smashed your hands, you know, during the winter when your hands are cold, think of doing that for three and a half hours. And so that's what it is. You you mentally have to be really tough in games like this. This is going to be, yeah, it's a physical game, but this is a mentally tough game more than anything else. And I've played in many cold games. Colorado, my senior year, uh, we pulled out a tough one out there. And I think, honestly, a lot of that had to do with we were tougher than Colorado. You know, they were done by the end of that game. And that was a big part of why we went nine and three that year was, we got through a game right there. We were down early in that game, but we just played harder longer. And I think that's going to happen again this Saturday. There's going to be a point in this game where you're not going to feel like what running back on that football field, you know, just because it, I'm telling you the pain is unbelievable and hitting in that cold. But I do like our, our, our kids are going to be more used to that than, than someone from Texas. So it does give us an advantage on Saturday. You know, you mentioned, John, that these teams like to throw the football. Well, and we talk about, well, Iowa State's, you know, too many interceptions or fumbles, whatever, uh, Cyclones uh, with, you know, 19 total turnovers. Well, Texas Tech has 19 turnovers, too. They have, they've thrown 16 interceptions this season. So, you know, I think adding the cold factor, and they've had a variety of different guys throw those interceptions, too, <laughs> watching their game from a couple of weeks ago, and they had three different quarterbacks throw interceptions and throw f- five picks in the game. So, 
it's not like we're not battling the best team in the country coming in here. But like what, what Hark said, I think so much of the ability to put the weather out of your mind and be focused on, on the task at hand and be able to respond to adversity. I think when you have bad weather games, teams that have the ability to respond to some adversity, which is probably going to happen at some point in the game, those are the mentally tough guys that have the best opportunity to win. I, I think there's a great chance that's going to be Iowa State. Expertly crafted and incredibly comfortable, authentic brand selection of premium Cyclone apparel is my game day gear of choice. Make it yours too and shop authentic-brand.com or find it in retailers near you. You mentioned all the interceptions and uh, certainly that gives Iowa State's outstanding secondary a great opportunity to have a, a really good night. The other part of the equation, we've talked for weeks about, hey, this is the week that Will McDonald's going to get the record. <laughs> well, I'm telling you right now, this is the week that Will McDonald's right. going to get. All right. So Texas Tech has been sacked 35 times, yes. most, in the, most in the Big 12 conference. So this is the night that Will McDonald is going to finally break that record. But, man, that would be so cool to do on senior night and have him set that Big 12 record. Well, you mentioned the 35 sacks. I mean, next up, I mean, Iowa State's next at 23. So, you know, consider they have been sacked 50% more times than Iowa State has. So get the pressure. And you think certainly those those sacks, also with that comes a lot of pressures too. Because if you're getting sacked that many times, and those pressures are leading to help lead to those 16 interceptions that they've thrown too. So, yes, Will, please do it. MJ. You know, Orion, we got guys that can put the pressure on on their quarterback, uh, whether it's Chuck or whoever it is. And But he is creating opportunities for, for MJ, you know, and MJ has taken advantage of that. And, and Absolutely. a lot of that is he's getting double and triple teamed. You know, they are there are a lot of times chipping a back on him and leaving a tight end in with the tackle to handle Will. Will's draft stock went up this year, and he and and not because of more sacks, but he's shown he can play the run. He's shown he can play on a double team. You know, he's shown he can do some things that in the past maybe they were worried about in the NFL. I don't think his stock has gone down. I think his stock has gone way up for the draft, actually, and, and in my mind as well. Like, he's answered some questions I may have had about his game. I think he has had a better season this year than he's probably ever had at Iowa State because of versatility and what he can do stopping the run as well as uh, putting the pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, looking forward to that opportunity for Will, for sure. One thing, guys, about this game, when the defense comes out on the field, they better be prepared to play uh, all four downs <laughs> because Texas Tech goes for it on fourth down more than any team in the country uh, with some success sometimes. But Joey McGuire is not messing around. He is going to go for it on fourth down. doesn't matter if it's at his own 20. So uh, big opportunity for this defense to go create some field position for the offense. Yeah, good point. I mean, they do go for it a ton, uh, by far the most of any team. As a matter of fact, the top three teams in, in the country are in the Big 12 in terms of, of fourth down uh, going for it. So it's something Iowa State's seen a little bit of, they could probably see a lot of. But I think the biggest thing, you know, uh, if you stop them on first and second down, I mean, they're not going for it in their own territory on fourth and seven or fourth, fourth, and, eight, or fourth and ten. But if it's fourth and two or three, even from their own 30 or 35-yard line, they'll probably go for it. I think it does give you opportunities. I think the other thing, though, that the defense really has to be concerned with is the tempo with which they play. I mean, they're averaging 85 plays per game. 
and they've had four games where they ran over 100 offensive plays. That's a lot. But I think just the ability to get lined up each and every time when they're when they're playing that jet tempo because they play faster than anybody Iowa State has played so far this season. That can be a challenge too, but I think the mix of veterans veteran experience to lead these guys and get them lined up right, I think will shine on Saturday. It will. And you, you talk about going on fourth down. I, I can't believe more schools don't do it, actually. As a defense, it's, it's frustrating. You know, I can't tell you that enough. I've been on the field and the teams kept going for it on fourth down on you. And it is like you're like, man, you feel like you get to third down, just follow the rules and punt the ball away and they go for it. And it does put pressure on a defense. You know, it does. I mean, fourth and one is not an easy stop because there's a lot. If they're willing to go for it, they can throw it there. They can run it there. They're going for broke, obviously. So it's not like you're playing a fourth and inches and you know that's going to be a quarterback sneak. When it's fourth and one, the whole playbook's out there, especially at the 50-yard line, so you can't walk your safeties up. So, again, I'm surprised more schools don't do it, and I understand why they do it because it, it, it is very hard as a defense to play those downs because of the threat that they have to run in and to throw the ball at that point. Field. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones' John Deere dealer of choice. Well, the guy that's going to be trying to stop all that, uh, at least uh, orchestrating it, is John Haycock, and he is up for the Broyles Award, which goes to the top assistant coach in college football. Well, you talk about an overdue nomination. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> oh, man, this guy's been doing this for years, and... What, what an incredible, incredible job he has done with this Cyclone defense this season. He really has. But And for years, you know, one of the things I, I like to watch our opponent's head coach and, and coordinators press conferences the week we play them. And it's the way they talk, especially the offensive coordinators and the head coaches, the way they talk about Coach Haycock. There's almost sometimes a reverence there. Everybody is asking questions about what Iowa State's doing defensively to be so successful. Uh, but when when they talk about it, it's like, well, Coach Haycock's got this. It's like a magic potion. I mean, it's just incredible the respect he has from the coaches. And, yes, way overdue for a nomination. How about time for a win? I mean, he's just been incredible. Yeah, you look at that defense and what he's done, I think it's – probably the best defense we've ever had at Iowa State. And you're talking about a, a, a lot of really good freshman, sophomore on the field. And it's not just a, a group of seniors now. It's led by a group of seniors that, that are a big part of it. But the coaching job done by John Haycock and, his, and the coaching staff on that defense is unbelievable. And and Coach Rashid up front, the defensive line, I tell you what, that's a deep room. And I think he's, he's done a, a really good job. And Capone at the cornerback spot, you look at the corners and how well that they've adjusted and come – uh, where they're at, and then Broomfield in the back end, you know, like the safeties. How good are the safeties playing from freshmen to, to sophomores? And then, you know, Tyson Vite is obviously what he is at linebackers and has done a really good job, and he's got the next stable of young young kids coming in. You can see how well they're playing so early on. So Haycock is the brains behind this, but the coaching staff on defense is unbelievable. And, and I get the treat of watching him coach, you know, on, on game days at halftime and watch how they make adjustments and how well they coach their kids. And they're coaching the the starters just like they're coaching the kid that's third third on the depth chart. Like they're paying attention, teaching them what this means when there's three wides or when they're in trips or when they're in, you know, when they're in two tight end sets. And th- they're coaching all the time. And that coaching staff has done a really good job with this young football team. 
I think that's a perfect way to end it. And I'm glad, Park, that you gave credit to those other assistant coaches on the defensive side because they absolutely share that that uh, nomination with, with John Haycock. Richly deserved for all those guys. Uh, well, let's hope that defense is top-notch on Saturday. And, uh, man, a, a big win at home would, first of all, get Iowa State to five wins where they're at least in the discussion for a bowl game. But uh, it would also be a great way to close it out for these seniors at home. Absolutely. I think it's going to happen. Uh, bundle up and be ready for a really fun game. I'll tell you, it's warmer when you win. So we got we got to get the <laughs> W on Saturday because it's going to be cold, but it's a lot warmer if you win. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.